on today's podcast, four surprising facts about your Bible. Stick around. I'm Phil Ayers, and this is The Bible Revealed. Hey everybody, I'm Phil Ayers, and you're listening to my brand new podcast called The Bible Revealed. The podcast is designed to help you understand and get to know your Bible better, and uh, ultimately to help you grow in your faith in God. It's just like King David wrote in Psalm 86, 11, Teach me your way, Lord, that I may walk in your truth. That's what this thing is all about. So if you've ever felt intimidated hesitant or confused about the Bible, this show is for you because I believe that everyone can read and understand their Bible. On today's show, I'm going to share some interesting facts about the Bible before we dive into too much. But first, let me take care of some of that podcast stuff that's important. First of all, if you're listening on iTunes or if you know anything about podcasting, do me a huge, huge favor and head over to iTunes, search for the podcast, and give it a at least a four or five star rating. That would be really, really helpful uh, to us. And uh, also do me a favor, drop me a line and let me know what you think about the graphics and about the music. I got that music specially written just for the Bible Revealed, and I would be interested to hear what you think about it. And also, I want to send you something for free. It's a book that I wrote last year. It's called Flannel Graph Jesus, More Than a One-Dimensional Savior. And this is an eight-chapter book that sort of helps us discover uh, uh, the real Jesus from the Bible, not the Jesus that we know from TV or not the Jesus that we know from bedtime stories or Sunday school flannel graph lessons, the real uh, historical Jesus who I... Uh, say in the book, was tough and funny and a little bit rebellious, and there's more to it. So I will send you a free copy of this book. All you've got to do is go to philairs.me, then jump on my email list there. I will send you a free audio uh, version of the book. Or if you want, just send me an email and say, hey, send me a book, and then I will send the book to you. My email address is imphilairs at gmail.com, and of course, I'll put all this stuff in the show notes for you. So on the podcast today, I just finished writing a blog post called Four Surprising Facts That You Might Know About Your Bible or That You Might Not Know About Your Bible. Let me get that straight. And uh, you might find this interesting. I I think it's interesting. I I started with a story that uh, blew me away. Uh, It's the story of Hannah Foy. This is kind of a sad story and then kind of an inspiring story. So, But Hannah Foy, is a, she was a 13-year-old girl who decided she was going to read through the Bible in one year. You ever done that? I, I've not ever done that. I've never read through the Bible in one year. I'm sure there are portions of my Bible that I, that I haven't seen. But anyway, 13 years old, she decides to do it, and she completes the goal a week early. All right? And then she tells her mom and she tells her friends, hey, I got this done. And then she says, when she's telling her mom, she says, it was the best year of my life. And then, are you ready? This is a little downer. She was tragically killed while she was on the way to a youth group event in Branson. Now, what makes the story interesting is 
because of what she said and and through some news media, it kicked off this national phenomenon of young people wanting to read their Bible through in a year, which it's interesting how I, I think the parents said this, that God used her life to bring people closer to him through his word. And so the Bible, you know, it's incredible when you think of stories like that and what kind of change can happen in people's life. The Bible is more than a book. It's more than uh, it's more than a, a collection of of writings and books. It's really a conversation between God and His people. Started with the Israelites, and now it's it's with everybody. Whenever you pick up a Bible, I say you're holding God's voice and His words in your hands, like a conduit between you and God. And is probably a good chance that you own at least one Bible. I counted mine up. I have like 18 Bibles. <laughs> That's not a humble brag. I, I'm a pastor, so obviously I have them in lots of different versions, and I have some old ones and all that stuff. But there's a chance that you own at least one Bible, right? Do me a favor. Think about this for a second. How many Bibles do you own if you if you started kind of counting them up? And, of course, you have a Bible on your phone, right? The Bible is... Is it's more available now than ever in history. Like I don't have stats on that, but how could that not be true? It has to be true. So, um, but it's an interesting thing because even though we have a lot of copies of the Bible, not everybody is always reading the Bible, and of course that's why I'm doing the podcast. So here's some of those things that I found interesting. Here's the first one: the original text of the Bible contained no punctuation or Verse numbers, well, let's start with verse, no verse numbers, obviously. No punctuation, uh, that's because the Bible originally was written in three languages. It was written in Hebrew for the Old Testament, and the New Testament was written in Greek, although there was some Aramaic as well, but that's a very small amount. And those languages, Hebrew and Greek, do not include modern-day punctuation. It seems impossible, doesn't it, that you could write without punctuation? Or maybe maybe it doesn't seem impossible. Maybe this is your dream because you don't know where to put commas and and you're not exactly sure if the parenthesis goes on the inside of the quotes or the outside. That's what I always have trouble with. But no punctuation at all. And if, if you thought that was bad enough, in the Greek, the original Koine Greek, there's there's not even spaces in between the words. I want you to just think about that for a second. Imagine reading a paragraph or a page, or several pages for that matter, and and having no spacing. The, the translators had to figure out the structure of each sentence just from the context. So that's crazy to think about. And the verse number thing, I'm not even going to go into this because it's probably going to make a good... Um, blog post later but when we put verses in the bible to help us be you know to help us find passages we kind of shot ourselves in the foot a little bit because now we're so focused on individual verses that rarely are we listening or reading uh, around the verse for the context and that's one of the most important things you need to do so that's the first strange thing about your bible you probably didn't realize the original language contained no punctuation no verse numbers, and in some cases, no spacing. Here's the second one. 
You probably didn't realize it, but there's a bunch of missing verses in your Bible. This blew me away. I didn't realize this until maybe like six or seven years ago myself. And I, yeah, I went to Bible college and all that stuff. But there are at least 16 verses that you're likely to find missing from the Bible that is sitting on your shelf or sitting by you, you know, on your night table or whatever Bible you bring to church. These verses are probably not in there, unless you're one of those folks who reads the King James Version of the Bible. And if you do, that's that's a story for another time. I'm not going to get into that. But here's why. For years, the most widely used version of the Scripture was the King James Version Bible. Now, this goes all the way back to 1600, where King James officially commissioned the translation of the Bible into the common language of the people. Um, and, And so they translated from the best manuscripts that they had, some of them Hebrew, some Greek, some Aramaic, and even some Latin, and they translated the Bible. And so that established the verse numbers. However, since... 1604, when the translation was made, um, or 1611, I think is when it was, commissioned in 1604. Um, Since then, much newer original manuscripts have been found. Okay, so you have to realize the way they translate the Bible. They're, They're using manuscripts that date back to the third century AD. Um, I think that's the earliest ones. Um, and so, but they 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 find newer ones. And in 1968, they found the Dead Sea Scrolls, which uh, was very helpful in translating. And so, what they found out was some of the verses that were translated into the King James version of the Bible aren't very reliable. And so, they decided they're really not supposed to be in the Bible. However, since the verse numbers were already laid out and had been used for more than 100 years. They couldn't exactly renumber the Bible because that would throw everybody off. Could you imagine John 3.16 wouldn't be John 3.16? It would be like, you know, John 3.2 or something. So if you go to your Bible right now, if you have the NIV or the ESV or uh, something like that, you will not find, for example, Matthew 17.21 or Matthew 18.11 or Matthew 23.14. Give you an example. So, if you go into your Bible and you go to Matthew twenty-three, it skips right from Matthew twenty-three thirteen to Matthew twenty-three fifteen. Now, the third thing that you might find interesting: there are some additional books in the Bible that some churches use. For example, the Catholic Church and some Greek Orthodox churches, but we don't use. There's about seven books, and they're called the Apocrypha. Have you heard of that phrase before, that word, the Apocrypha? So these books are the book of Tobit, Judith, the book of Wisdom, the book of Sirach, um, Baruch, and the, and the books of First and Second Maccabees. So this is interesting. If you were to look in a Catholic Bible, um, if you were to go to a bookstore or even online to BibleGateway.com, you'll find these books and... They're interesting because while they're not recognized as the inspired Word of God, they do have interesting stories and information in them, sort of like we might read um, another historical um, record like by Josephus or something like that. But, for example, one of the stories, and this is fascinating, I'll put a link up 
uh, in my show notes, is the story of Bell and the Dragon. And it's an account of Daniel, the same Daniel that we read in the book of Daniel, the one who was in the lion's den, um, outwitting some priests where uh, they the priests were convincing the king that there was this uh, dragon god that they were worshiping. And Daniel, of course, said that's nonsense. There's no such thing as the dragon god. And and so they told the king they were going to prove it. And so what they did is they would leave all this food in the temple at nighttime. And, of course, in the morning it would be consumed, and that was their proof. Well, Daniel outsmarted them by sneaking in there before they got there, and he spread uh, sawdust. No, not sawdust. He spread ashes on the floor, very thin coating of ashes. And um, when the door was sealed up, the, ki- the king sealed it up so that nobody could get in there. They had come in through this like secret passageway, but, of course, Daniel's ashes that he laid down showed all their footprints, and then, of course, he proved to the king that there was no such thing as this dragon god. Anyway, you should <laughs> check that one out for yourself. It's very interesting. All right, and here's the last one. Let's, let, me re- let me recap. So the first thing that's interesting about your Bible that you might not know is that in the original language, no punctuation, no verse numbers. Fascinating. Second thing, some Bible verses missing from your Bible because they're not in the most reliable translations of the, or excuse me, the most reliable original manuscripts. And um, there are some additional books of the Bible that we don't use that are interesting. The last one is, and you probably realize this, the Bible is the most widely read book of all time. But not just the most. I mean, the most 